You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 369 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo, and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm good. What's happening in Gina world? All right. So last week, I think I talked about wanting to build a gate. I built that gate, yes. Val, and I'm very, <laughs> very proud of myself. So Woo. proud, in fact, that I sent you a photo. Yeah. So I built the gate. I cut the timber. Mm. I screwed it in. I put the, the 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 latch on and I hung the hinges and it was like I'm trying to think of who the the wise philosopher who said the quote um if you're going to have something it's worth having something that's well hung. Was it <laughs> was it Confucius? It could have been. I think it was Confucius. Anyway, my gate is very well hung. However, and I'm hello, this is a photography podcast that you've tuned into. We are taught, chatting today with Janine Meyer about pet photography. And I'm gonna <laughs> link this back to photography. So just stay with stay with okay. us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did, Val, is yeah. I've never built a gate before. So I watched YouTube videos about oh my that. God. And then I got a bit cocky, all right? So um, what I did is, and let me use a lot of PP references, I freeballed <laughs> on the hinges, right? Okay. So instead of just doing them the way they should be, and there's an order that you hang hinges, oh, I just yes. went, I know how to do this because oh. I'm now a gate builder, which is what happens yeah. when you learn photography. So there's a point with, I think, particularly with, shooting in manual mode or learning lighting when you just go, you have a little bit of knowledge and suddenly yeah. you get confident and feel more powerful and you kind of ignore the bits that you should be paying attention to. Uh -huh. So that's what I did and I kind of, it works, mm. but I should have okay. paid attention. Yeah, I should have right. paid attention. They're well-hung hinges. Val. Okay, all right. They're not as well-hung as they should be. Okay. Thank you, Confucius. Um, <laughs> so I should have drilled the hinges to the actual gate first and then attached that to the post. I did it the opposite way, which made it really difficult to drill the the, the screws in because it was a really tight corner. So uh -huh. um, that mistake will never be made again. So there's a couple of lessons here. First of uh -huh. all, when you do something for the first time, no matter how many YouTube videos you watch, and even if you've got it in front of you, you're always going to make mistakes. And secondly, it's worth watching them a few times, being a little <laughs> bit kinder to yourself, but also watching to, to the end and not trying to make st stuff up as you go along because mm. you realise at the end that, ah, oh, there's a reason for doing this, you know? Yes. Have you ever built a gate, Val? 
I have never built a gate and I doubt I will ever build a gate. Right. So, but thank you. Should I ever require that? Oh, I'm happy I to keep that advice. in mind. Yes. yes thank on, you. Hey, hey, if you need anything well hung, um, I can help you with that. All right. So this isn't the Bunnings or Home Depot podcast. I wish we were um, <laughs> sponsored by Bunnings. How good would that be? Oh, my God. What have you done this week, Val? What have I done this week? I have connected with people in real life wow. or arranged to connect with people in real life. So oh, I decided. So you haven't actually done it? I have done some. So uh-huh. I have, well, some of them are in real life and some of them are Zoom. Uh-huh. Um, but that's okay because my point was to um, have one-on-ones, you know yes. what I mean? Yes, um, just The best kind of meetings coffees. in my opinion, one-on-one. Have coffees with people yes. or drinks with yes. people. So yes. I've got drinks happening tomorrow night. I've had, um, anyway, it's been it's been really, really good and there's, it, it, it's always very valuable and I think that I'm not going in there with any agenda. No. I'm literally just catching up with people. But interestingly, more often than not, something really productive comes out of it. So even Mm. though you go in there without any agenda. So it's a really um, underutilised underutilised activity in terms of growing your business, I reckon, Um, uh, whether that's to getting more customers or getting your business to run more efficiently. Um, It's a really underutilised activity and something that has certainly um, we've neglected during you know, a time when we have lockdowns and restrictions and stuff like that, just because of circumstances. Um, And so I decided I wanted to reintroduce it into my life. Fantastic. As a result, I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) How many have you done? (laughs) I haven't even done it, but I'm exhausted. Oh, that's right. Because last, a few days ago, for the first time in my life, I went out for one of those 1980s long lunches. Oh, they're the I best. Know. Yes. Well, because I, I wasn't going to, out to lunch in the with, 1980s. With or without cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. They're all right. <laughs> so I wasn't going out for lunch in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, so I never actually did it. I just heard about it a lot. Yeah. And so finally I've gone out for my own, you know, finally this 1980s lunch. And it was, I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering. How many hours was the lunch? So it started at one and I think, it. you know, this is probably early by many people's standards, but I got the Uber home at about nine or <laughs> well, 9.30. They're the best. <laughs> they're the best. I've done a few of those and mm. you, when you do a long lunch like that and it can't be 20 people, how many people was it? Eight. Eight. That's probably the the max. Yeah. Your friends well, one, for one life. One dropped off. One dropped yeah. off. Mm. But do you feel that it's like you've been through? Yeah. It's like you've all been to war together. Yeah. And, then, and now, <laughs> and now, every time you see each other, there's just the smile and the nod, and it's like, yeah, yeah we did that. Yes, that happened. And then sometimes, um, I've been away and I've done those, and then the next morning, everyone put, put, pulls their phones out and starts showing. Fo- piecing the night together it's yeah. like where, what happened between seven and eight oh here this is where we were this is where we got the kebab yeah good times yeah absolutely <laughs> good times. absolutely so um and one of them was actually a photographer and I was talking to him because in um 
uh, well, in Australia, uh, there we recently had the Kennedy Awards. Now, it doesn't really matter what the Kennedy Awards are, but basically they're awards in journalism that um, uh, award, um, acknowledge really good uh, new uh, feature articles or photography and things associated with journalism, right? Yeah. But regardless of whether it's to do with journalism or not, my point is that we were having this conversation about entering awards yeah. and he was saying like he couldn't be bothered kind of thing. Um, but I just want to say that I think that it's a, it's a really good thing to enter because you've got the photograph anyway. <laughs> it's yeah, not right. that much effort, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that much of it. And and then it's great for your resume. It gets you in front of other people. Um, it's there, There's only benefits. Sure, there's a bit of time and admin to actually enter, okay, because you've got to go in. I agree forms. entirely. Mm. I agree. However, there is one mm. big but. What? I highly recommend that you go into the terms and conditions of the actual oh, sure. contest. Because I was contacted by someone yeah. who um, wanted me to share a particular contest that I won't, but because yeah. I read the terms and conditions and basically it was, and I won't say who the company was, but said company, which was, let's just call them a shopping centre, <laughs> was having a contest celebrating a particular city and um, in the terms and conditions, um, the, whether you won or not, they owned, they said, you keep, you retain the copyright of the photo. And I'm like, that's great. But they're like, but you keep reading and it's like, but we can on sell to anyone we wish to. Third party. Yeah. So that definitely. So there's that's two types of contests. Yes. I mean, there's two types of awards. That's more a competition as opposed to an award. This yes. is a respected award, like the yes. Emmys. Yes. Right. So, Fantastic. You know, and there's, there's, there's the great story of Gwendolyn, what's her name, who's on Game of Thrones, who won. Best Supporting Actress at mm-hmm. the Emmys for, um, you know, Game of Thrones and how the producers of Game of Thrones wouldn't fork out the entry fee <laughs> what? to, to well, wouldn't nominate her. So she forked out the entry fee and nominated wow. herself and she won, right? Fantastic. So, so I, I, yeah, I'm not talking about the competitions where people can, you know, have bad terms and conditions. Uh, I am talking about, you know, the high end yeah a slightly different type of award yeah. so awards. i highly encourage you yes. because i know some people who won at those awards and then i know some people who didn't win because they didn't enter you know i mean <laughs> maybe they, they maybe they, they maybe they, <laughs> you, but they didn't and they didn't even have a chance of winning but they are but they they've they've got quality stuff right absolutely you got nothing to lose and you'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take I yeah guess that's, a, that's right know. Another Confucius quote. It's actually way. I know. It's actually Wayne Gretzky, but okay. (laughs) When in doubt, just, uh, you know, a tribute to Confucius. How's this for something weird? My friends went to LA and then they came, this is an aside, and they said, they came back and he said, and they said, oh, we were on this bus, like a tourist bus, and people were yelling at the, because someone was, in the car next next to them, I guess it was a convertible. And guess who it was? And I just went, oh, Wayne Gretzky. And they were just in shock. <laughs> well, you're right. That's, that's hilarious. How weird's that? <laughs> but how's this so weird? My, my ex, he went to um, New York and he rang me from New York and he said, you won't believe who was in the lobby of our hotel today. And I just went, oh. 
Matt Dillon. And there was just silence at the other end of the phone. <laughs> you were right again. Yes. You, you some sort of um, mind reader or. So weird, right? I don't you know. Could, you could it's set up so in weird. one of those, you know, that shop we went to in New York where they read our palms. Oh, yeah. How weird. And you had a curse and they said they'd take the curse off yeah, you. For $180. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're all drug, they're all fronts for drug dens, weren't they? They show, how, how, do, how, do they how do they afford the rent when there's like a. A, a card table and a chair in a dusty window in some of the most lucrative spots in New York. I've never understood that. Crazy, crazy. We anyway. should talk about photography, really. Yes, let's move on. So <laughs> what's been happening with the gold community this week, Gina? Oh, big week in the gold community. So I had one of the goldies um, setting up for a big shoot and so live coached them over the course of a day and night. So they, like a lot of them have um, converted their garages or sheds or you know created these beautiful studios and then they get the brief from the client and they can um, upload that into the Facebook group I'll see what the lighting specs are they'll Mm. set up their lighting and then through them we just make tweaks over the course of the day and the night and then and um, this particular Goldie uh, just everything that I said, they'd test and move the light, you know, move the light a couple of inch, move mm. the light closer, bring it in. And we got this beautiful lighting and the client was thrilled. Um, another goal that he's doing a, an elaborate Christmas composite setup. And um, oh. uh, this morning I was, uh, I just created a quick tutorial for one of the goldies with just with some high end um product coaching and then we've got the uh ama it's next next monday i think so excited about that ask me anything yeah we're going to talk about high-end lighting in that so yeah the heaps going on and welcome had a whole heap of new goldies join in the last couple of weeks so welcome gina is referring to goldies are the gold members who are members of the gold community and if you would like to find out a little bit more about the gold community have a listen to this This podcast is brought to you by the Gold Community. I love helping the members of the Gold Community. They're amazing photographers and I love seeing them take their photography to the next level. Here's what Nasa Walla had to say. So my photography has gone from me doing things as favors to now going out of that comfort zone. You know, I have my own kind of day job, but what this has allowed me to do is really just start building something professionally. Over the last few months since I've joined, I've had people reach out to me, have me come do shoots for them. So it's really been incredible, just giving me that confidence, knowing that I have those kind of resources to go back to and then knowing once I've finished with the shoot being able to then even get more information back from the community on how I could improve next time. I just feel like really the most valuable thing is having access just to all the resources and tutorials online but more than that it's having that more live and interactive touch points yourself with the gold community and really get instant feedback i mean i I love that about the community people are always willing to just share their experiences it has really just ignited my passion for photography if you'd like to find out more about the gold community head to ginamilitia.com and click on memberships. All right, so let's move on to who are we chatting to this week, Gina? All right, so I'm very excited to have a chat this week with Janine Meyer, who is a pet photographer, and she also 
does um, family portraits with and without pets. And she started as a, a family portrait photographer and then decided to follow her heart and she realised that the things that she loved to do was uh, photographing animals. And so she's uh, continued down that road. And can I tell you that it's not going to get, you're not going to hear a more Ocker interview <laughs> than this with Janine. Her, she is fantastic. I just really loved chatting with her. So much energy. Um, one of these people that you just know that when you talk to her, you know that when a client rings her, the passion about her love for photography just oozes out of her voice when she talks about how much she loves photographing her families, how much she loves in particular this newfound passion. And and you just look at her photos and you can see how much she loves doing it and going to that extra, um, you know, uh, all, all those extra 1%. As she works very hard. She lights all her shots. She'll do composites. And, you know, there are a lot of pet photographers that just like, let's just, you know, this is this is the thing. There is so much competition out there. But, you know, she proudly mm. says that like when she um, exhibits her work at, um, you know, pet ex- expos and things like that, her work stands out. Why? Because of all the one percenters, the way she edits mm. her photos the way she lights everything and, you know, she talks about the fact that she's got this cart that she drags around on the beach, you know, it's just like she's had a few versions of it. Now she's got the right wheels that actually will work on the sand, you know, all of that effort to bring um, gear and lighting and assistance on the beach, you know, you, you don't think that the client notices this stuff. Let me tell you something, they do. Her work is bespoke and high end. And the fact that she's putting in all this extra effort is paying off in spades. So, you know, we chat about, you know, working with assistants, the power of mentors, Facebook marketing, third-party promotions, the importance of standing out from the crowd, using doggy markets, how she uses in-person sales and heaps more. This is one of my favourite interviews that I've done so far this year. I hope you guys enjoy it. And of course, if you're not sure what Jean is referring to in terms of ochre, um, if you look up <laughs> Wikipedia, <laughs> you'll probably hear this when the interview goes on. But if you look up Wikipedia, the term ochre is used both as a noun and adjective for an Australian who speaks and acts in a rough and uncultivated manner. Like me. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is Gina Militia and Janine Meyer. <laughs> Janine Meyer, welcome to the show. How are you going? And I can say how are you going because it's another Aussie that's going to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just great, Gina. And, yes, I totally understand you have another Aussie, yes, and I'm so grateful to be here and looking forward to the interview with you. Yes. This, this is going to be such an ochre uh, yes. podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Someone that's got as thick an Australian accent as me, which is what a joy. Now, Janine, I've known you for about um, five five years now, I think, and probably before that from the podcast community as well, right? Yes, yes, that's right. And I'm an original Goldie, so way back, yes. Yeah, yeah, back from uh, 2016 and still a very – active member of the gold community and much loved and uh, I think you guys up there in Queensland 
have a very active uh, membership where you get together and do stuff like with yes. each other, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Yeah, one of the one of the many benefits of of the Goldies. Yeah, so it's it's been wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think when I first uh, got to know your work, Janine, you were predominantly um, focusing on family portraits. And you made the beautiful transition into photographing pets, or as you call them, and Valerie loves to call them furry babies, fur babies, yes. right? So mm-hmm. um, tell us about that. Like, tell us about when you started and, and the difference to uh, how you feel about your photography now. So back um, five, like, when, when did you start? How did you get into photography? Let's, let's hear your origin story first up. Okay. Well, look, this is actually a little bit of an interesting one and one that I didn't even I don't think I realized until I was actually going through my childhood photo albums and it was at my grade five okay so yes that is a little while ago but it was my grade five fitness camp and even back in grade grade a grade five, five what fitness yeah, camp Narrabeen Fitness Camp, you know, when you used to go away and do your little trip away. So yeah, right, yeah. Back. I was but never allowed Gina, to go to those. I, I had a Sicilian mother. I wasn't allowed to go to any um, primary school camps. Oh. The first camp I went to was year nine. Can you imagine? Like oh, once you... once the bird was out of the cage, can you imagine? Yes, yes I can. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you so missed out. The grade five camps were so much fun. But the thing is... There I was at grade five with a camera. I was the one taking the photos and oh. and I'd forgotten that, you know, and when I was looking through my album I went, oh, my God, I was even doing photos, taking photos of other people in grade five, you know. Wow. And so, yeah, and obviously, you know, the, the, I wasn't that passionate obviously at that age but there was just something there and then um, I've been doing it um, Look, I've been married now 26 years and then it well, I did a camping trip, a seven-week camping trip in the United States, let me tell you. I did three weeks of all the national parks um, and then another four-week trip on Kentucky back in the day. Oh, my God, but, you did Kentucky? No, no, I wait, rewind. Yeah, How old were I, you when you did Kentucky? Oh, God. So, oh, God, now oh, I can't tell you my age, Jean. I think I am when I do the calculations. We all talk though, about but... our age here. We're quite proud of it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an honour to get to this so age, let me I tell you. I must have been in my 20s, yeah, right. early 20s, and but back then I was the only crazy woman doing this national, like walking the national parks of America with a video camera and a DSLR camera. Jesus, and the video cameras, oh, like we're, we're talking in the yes. 80s, right? Yes. That would have been the size of... Uh, oh, my God, yes. Uh, oh, actually, maybe I'll try to dig up a photo, but there's one where I'm crossing this creek, freezing cold water, like bear country, and I've got a video camera over one side and I've got my camera over the other side. So I've dabbled in it and been doing it for a long time. Yep. Um, but seriously... Oh, seriously, probably the last, um, more so the last 10 years maybe. Um, I did a lot of photography at my daughter's um, school um, and to the point where I was doing so much at one, they said to me, look, Janine, we just love your photos. Can you do more and we'll pay you? 
So oh, then wow. I started, yeah. So then I started doing the events for the school. I would do the carnivals for the school, and it and it was fabulous. And I love the school community as well, you know. So that was a nice way of being out there and amongst it and practicing my skills, even people's so is this, skills as is well. This, is this digital at this point when you go uh, to school? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, and so and then from there. Yeah, I've just gotten more. And then, as I said, you know, up until, oh, and this is a funny story, really, up until COVID, um, I was really, I would kind of take on anything and I would um, enjoy doing just about anything. Um, so you said, you were saying yes to everything, which is uh, yeah, something I, I noticed really in your feed. It was yeah. like, but it was predominantly people oh, yeah, uh, families yeah, a lot of family yeah, portraits lots right of families even look even newborn photography yeah. i did at one point you know so i i was just i think like we all do i think i was just trying to work out what i love the most what i you know in my heart felt i should be doing and yeah. sometimes people get there a lot quicker and some people we don't get there as quick it's it, i always say i think you've said it it's um it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, you know. And yes. But I have to say the um, we don't have a lot to thank COVID for at all really, but I actually in a, round, in a crazy kind of way have COVID to thank for what I have fallen in love with really. Um, so basically what happened was, with COVID, I kind of lost my corporate sponsor, which I felt wasn't a bad thing. It was only a two-day-a-week thing. Um, and so with that, they just asked me to take a few weeks off so we can see where this was all going to put us. Um, and I never went back. And that's when I decided, okay, Janine, you know, get your you-know-what together and invest that's in yourself. so yeah. interesting that you say that because it's often um, I think that I think that it's – a hundred percent necessary to have that uh, corporate sponsor when you're starting out. Okay, yes. definitely oh because what it does yeah. is it takes away that desperate energy. Because if, yeah. if if you're relying on your photography at the start to pay the rent and, and the food yeah. and all of that, you're going to say have to say yes to everything, and there's yeah. always that desperate energy around everything that you do. And people read that, they see that oh, this person's desperate for the work because you are yeah. right. Yeah. But when yeah. you've got that that few days a week or the couple of days a week, you know that the rent's going to be paid and you can be a little bit more picky and discerning about the stuff that you say yes to. However, yeah. after if you stay too long, it becomes that crutch and you, you, you will never yeah. leave. So sometimes yeah. the universe gives us that gentle nudge in the Absolutely. right direction and, and something will happen that on the yeah. outside will look like this is a disaster Yes. When in reality, what happened for you was it was like, all right, what do I need to do now? I've lost my yes. corporate sponsor. I need to pull my finger out here and, um, yes. you know, focus yes. on a bit more on um, the, the new direction that I'm going to go in, right? Yes, exactly. And then from that, um, oh, now this might get a little woo-woo, Gina. I love woo-woo. I well, love woo-woo. Okay, this is quite woo-woo. I hope the listeners are okay with woo-woo, but <laughs> I – um with COVID, of course, we weren't as locked down here as the, the, our other southern states, yeah. our other southern friends, yeah. 
So um, I didn't I didn't even ask. We just jumped know, straight in. Where are you, Janine? Where in the world are you? I forgot to ask. Like, so sorry about that. I am located on the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. So it's on the eastern coast, just about an hour south of Brisbane. Yes. Yeah, it's a gorgeous so, part of the world. You're very it lucky. Is. And it's like pretty much every day is blue sky and 27 oh, degrees, it's, isn't it? It's it's stunning. Yeah, we're very lucky. Our winters are amazing. In fact, we have a lot of the Melbourne nights. and Yeah, um, we all come up to defrost and we're just waiting for your border to open. <laughs> they're the ones that are swimming in the ocean because they think it's warm enough. And you guys have got ocean. you're wearing yeah, yeah, we're, we've jumpers. Got our jumpers on. And they're all in the ocean swimming and we go, oh, yeah, that's the Melbourne people. They're from Sydney, you know. <laughs> so jump, jumper for the uh, for the Northern Hemisphere listeners is uh, a, a, a word that we use for like a sweatshirt or, a, a, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we call yes. them jumpers. Yes, we do, yeah. So getting back to my story very quickly. Yeah. So then with COVID, even though we weren't locked down, we weren't going out much. You know, there was such a fear of all of that sort of thing. So I was really a little bit stuck at home. I wasn't going anywhere or doing anything and, you know, I couldn't really shoot what I would normally shoot and and so I was stuck at home. Anyway, I was doing my moonology cards, which are oracle cards, okay? Oh, my God, this is, like, I didn't think we'd be going down this. uh, (laughs) This is very woo-woo, oh, my God. But this is is my honest story and so I do love to tell it and, um, and so two days in a row, okay, two days in a row, I pulled the same card. So I sat there and I went, oh, my God, like that just does not happen two days in a row. And I'm going, right, Janine, you need to read this. There's got to be a message in here for you, right? Yeah. So now I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but the card was called Step Out of Your Comfort Zone, Uh, okay? And you don't get anywhere until you do step out of your comfort zone and you are pushed. Yes. And you do things that's uncomfortable, that's where you will grow and you will thrive, you know. So the very last line, okay, of this card is that in order to discover new oceans, we have to be prepared to lose sight of the shore. Uh, okay. Now that's a bit of a saying, I think. Yes. So I read it and I read it and I went, oh, my God, this is my message, this is my message. And so then I actually sat there and I went, Right, what's your shore, Janine? What do you need to lose sight of? And I went, oh, it's my home. Like I'm just stuck at home. I'm not going anywhere. I need to lose sight of it, right? And I'm a little bit of a homebody. So I went, okay, I need to just go. I need to leave. I need to go. So I went, I'm going to go out. I'm going to take my camera. And then I went, okay, well, where are you going to go? What am I going to do? And I got very literal and I went, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to actually go to the ocean, right? <coughs> so I know. And I guess it's it's down to your intuition how yeah. you interpret cards, you know, and the messages that you're getting cards. Anyway, I just took myself along to the beach, took my camera, so I was sitting up in the sand dunes, looking out at the ocean, and, and the beach I go to is called the Spit on the yep. Gold Coast. Yep. And it's actually. I know it actual, well. Yeah, yeah. It's an off-dog leash beach yep and so before I knew it I was on the sand lying in the water taking photos of dogs and I I had dogs I had one little dog sitting on my back at one point it was <laughs> hilarious I, I sat up I had sand all over me 
But do you know what? I loved every minute of it. Oh, I, I could tell. Got, you could tell yeah. by the photos the joy and the excitement um, yes. you yeah. had in the images, which, you know, I'm sure there was joy at some point when you were doing family portraits. When you oh, were starting I out, still, you loved it. Yeah. And there still and is. Yes, and I love people, so that's why I do love the family portraits. Yeah. And, and when I do do um, dogs and I have clients approach me and book me, I always encourage them to get in photos, do you know? Um, yeah. And some do and some don't, you know. But um, when I left the beach that day and I got in my car, I just went, oh, my God, this is what I meant to do. It that lit you up, I didn't it? It was something that it. just turned yeah. on and you just went, this is, yeah. and you were probably yeah. so excited to get home. You were half speeding yeah. to go, I've got to see these images. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else too, Gina. It was many years ago and it was through your podcast you interviewed Christina Force. Do yes, you remember? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay, so I actually did the package that she offered at that point and I did, um, oh, I can't even remember what she called it. It was like showcasing your work or something like that and I did that with her and you had to submit about 300 images. She got it down to your top 20 or what she felt was your, your style or who you were about Um and even though it was that long ago, the two that she commented on, and, and again, I don't believe I was following my heart or my intuition, but she commented on my two dog photos back then. Uh, yeah, she's very good at that. So it's Christina yes. Force, uh, yes. ChristinaForce.net. Um, yes. And if you sign up to her newsletter, she will regularly do a, uh, a boot camp where she That's will um, it. Yeah. help you out. And, and she has specials a, every now and then. Yeah. Yes. It might have been a portfolio review. I can't yes, remember. Yes, one but, of those. Yeah. But, like, you can yeah. you can um, look her up and, yeah. and check it out and see if that works for you too. Yes, yes, yeah. But that that was an interesting thing. And I look back on that and I think, God, Janine, you know. It was and I there. Think it was there the whole yeah, time. It was, yes, exactly. And I think sometimes... I think sometimes we get a little bit caught up on what we think we should shoot um, or what we think will be successful instead of uh, like just following your heart and what you really love to do, love to do. You know, that might be capturing flowers, that might be capturing birds, you know, whatever that is for you, just embrace it and, and and do it and and love it. Yes. That's great yeah. advice. That's great advice. Mm. Follow your heart. And there's yes. no reason why you can't do that and still continue to do. So I'm sure you still do the family portraits. I'm, oh, I'm sure you still do yeah. the graduation a... events and all yes. of that. However, yeah. here's the, the clincher. They're just not featured on the website. No, no, and, no. Uh, and And what's interesting is uh, the clients that go to your website who like you, they like you, they want you to be their photographer, they'll see the dog portraits and they'll go, yeah, but can you do our family portrait? Yeah, sure, yes. you can do all of yes. that. You just don't feature it. So, so, And what happens is obviously you're telling the world and you're telling yourself that I want to do furry babies, but yes. there's no reason why you can't still do the bread and butter oh, stuff no, as well. No. No. Not at all, not at all. And as I said, like I, I do encourage everyone and that's why you will see on some of my posts there's families or couples in the photos. Yeah. But I have got a family I'm doing like next week. Now they want a gift voucher at the yeah. school Mother's Day stall and they've got two dogs, okay, but 
it's the mum and dad and like a five-year-old and but they don't want to have the dogs in it because it'll just be like too chaotic for them yeah, so right. it's just about the family and I'm okay with that do you know what I mean well, so, well what's yeah. interesting is everything you've done up until now has got you to this moment so yeah. there are photographers yeah. that maybe only focus on dogs and then the, yeah. the pet owners and there will is. say yes. yeah there the is. pet owners yeah. will say well can you do a family portrait with us and the dogs and they might struggle with that because they haven't yeah. actually had the experience and it's time and confidence when it comes to posing a family. And yes. if you think it's not overwhelming, then try and stand be- before a group of five people and tell me that it's not nerve-wracking, especially if you're new to all of that because it is. Even directing yeah. one person is nerve-wracking. So yes. you've had all of that um, beautiful experience with different families and people coming all shapes and sizes People mm. come in all different personalities, so it's our Absolutely. job to sort of um, uh, what's the word? Become like a chameleon. You know, if they're a shy, quiet family, then you're going to be mm. the quiet, shy photographer. If they're a loud and boisterous family, then you're going to be a loud and boisterous photographer. And also, you get to learn how to position all these different shapes and sizes to get the, yes. the best looking shot, and then slotting the dogs in. Isn't yes. that much of a stretch, is it? No, gosh, no, not at all. No, not at all. And sometimes they're a little bit more at ease if there's a dog in the photo because they're, you know, they're interacting with yeah. the dog and, you know, sometimes I'll pose a, um, a family and then let it unfold naturally from there kind of organically, you know. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I did a one extended family and there was, um, you know, grand, uh, the grandparents and then their three daughters and their families. Wow. Like it was, wow. Yeah, it was huge. But that's where all my props came in very handy, Gina. I had ladders and I had yep. stools and I had benches and, yep. yeah, just to put them at all different levels, which, and you And you, you, build, you build up that sort of stuff as you go from shoot to yes. shoot to shoot. Like, you know, yeah. there'll be a carryover from this shoot. I thought, oh, we'll use that ladder again. We'll use that bench again. Yes. And, you know, but – um. What I love about the um, the transition uh, of your work is that you did sort of start out predominantly as a daylight photographer. I knew you loved to go down to the beach at maybe sunrise. Yes, whether yes. Where you've got that. And, and the sunrise is beautiful for taking photos. There's a reason why all the fashion photographers choose that early morning because the light is so flat and mm-hmm. beautiful. You get that that lovely uh, detail from highlights to shadows and you really can't go wrong. But, like, how did it feel for you when you made that transition from using daylight only to starting to light your photos? Because like me, Janine, and I'll be the first to admit, it took me years to understand flash. And, you know, this is why um, the way my brain works, it just, like, it didn't matter how many people tried to explain it to me shutter speed, f-stop, the the whole flash, I didn't get it, I didn't get it. And and finally when it sunk in, I'm like, there has to be a better way to explain this. It took you a little while to actually click in as well, but how was it that, like, for you to, like, notice the difference and and did the clients notice a difference too when you transitioned from daylight to using flash and your outdoor portraits? Yes. Well, okay. I don't – that's a big question. Um, I know. I don't (laughs) – It didn't take me, I mean, I'm not, like, all my photos aren't 100% amazing or perfect, but 
I, it didn't take me as long, but there's a reason for that, Gina, and that's you. Right. Okay. Without you, the gold community, the amazing tutorials, the way you explain how to do what we do um, is amazing. And that's why I think I did get it quicker than if I didn't have you and the gold community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I, um, that, that's, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that because, you know, oh. I wish I had those tutorials yeah. when I was starting it because it was oh. just so technical the way oh. everything was explained and I'm like, I don't understand the, the yeah. way this is being explained. It's just so scientific yeah. and uh, that was the problem with photography. When I was coming up, it was all science heads. Yes. that were explaining photography and it just made it really difficult to understand. Yeah. So I had to do it by trial and error and it took a long yeah. time, but now I've worked it out. It takes – like you've seen the members in the goal community that oh. just come in and they're like, oh, I'm just learning to shoot manual and then the next week they post their zero to zero. I'm like, yes. oh, my God, yeah. they, they've it's learned awesome. this in a week. It's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> awesome. And then taking it outdoors is, is yes. another level. Yeah. But I've found um, it probably took a little while to get um, the, the confidence, I suppose, to actually just do it. Um, and also, look, it's, it is um, more effort. Like, you know, I load up my trolley and it's got my lights. I know. Sometimes you think, remember the yeah. good old days when I was just going down to the beach and the effort oh, was getting up at four. But the difference in taking all of your your lighting and taking the time to light it properly, the difference in the photos is like, yeah, amazing. And I actually, when people look at my work and they go, oh, my God, like, that's stunning, you know, like I was at a doggy market yesterday and I had people looking at my, my collections and especially the metal collections and they were looking at them and the colours and, and are just so vibrant and so beautiful. And while editing is a, is a part of that and, and your stamp on what you do, yeah. lighting, lighting and, and knowing how to light it as fill so it doesn't look like the photos have been yes. lit, um, that's what does set you apart and that's what people don't understand. That's what gives you the colour, the sharpness, the crispness, you know, and it, it it's so worth while doing it, you know. The, the, um, yeah. so I, I believe that a thousand percent and yeah. I believe and I constantly say this, the client won't understand what you've done. They won't mm. understand the amount of work. They'll, they're always shocked by how much gear you turn up with. Yeah. And you almost have to, like, pre-warn them. It's like, this is not a five-minute thing. I mm. need you for a minimum of three or four hours. And they're like, what? It's just like a family portrait. I'm like, I know this is how long it takes. And then, you know, what I love to do is involve them in the process. It's like, you yes. know, you talk as you're going. This is the, the light. This is going to just fill you from the front. Yes. I might add a hair light. It's going to look like you've got sun streaming on the back of your head all of this, and then you keep showing them the photos. They get so excited and yeah. so involved. And then yes. when they're getting the shots and obviously they get them back and they're telling their friends, oh, no, we had a light there and then there was mm. another stand, there was an assistant standing there that had a fill reflector and all of that, and yeah. they get so excited. But the general public, when they look at your shots, they don't understand, you know, you're no. saying that, 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 that the, the show you were at over the weekend, yeah. they see your work they compare it to the other work where it might be just daylight lit, 
They're not mm. sure why yours is better, but they just like yours better. And it's yeah. like it's probably the supreme confidence, you know, the compliment that someone can give you that it's like I don't know why yes. your photos just stand out. I don't understand yes. why, but I just like yours better. What yeah. what a compliment. Yes, yeah, and it and it is lovely. Yeah. So um it's it it has set me apart and I yeah, and I love it and um yeah, I had one couple um it was quite funny that I photographed and it was them and the dog and um and Stacy and Scott was their name and I'm sure they won't mind me telling the story, but Stacy said to Scott the night beforehand, "Oh now, you know, it's it could take up to 2 hours," Janine said. <laughs> And Scott was like, what? It's just, it's just photos of the dog, you know, and he was like, he was absolutely gobsmacked that this was going to take this long. And anyway, we got to the beach and we sat up in the sand dunes and I had the light behind them, but then I had, you know, my softbox filling them um, with my assistant and whatnot. And, you know, and then we went down onto the beach and we did some walking shots and all that sort of thing and, and then he said to me when they came to look at the photos, he just he said to me, he said, can I tell you? He said, it was the most fun. And he said, and I cannot believe how quickly the two hours went. Like yeah. he just loved it so much. Yeah, you know? they do. So, they really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Now, but I think it's, yep. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think it's just about, you know, talking to your client and letting them know the process and, and what it's all about. So they go also a bit informed and yeah. relaxed because they know what it's going to be like yeah yeah you, you pre-warn the wife and then she yeah. tells the husband basically <laughs> that that's how it works yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but um speaking of hubby is your hubby still your your assistant you know what well yes it depends on the day yeah but right i actually now have recruited my sister. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, Sometimes, you know, my husband isn't available and Karen's work is a little bit more flexible and if I give her enough notice, um, yeah, and so that's been great because she's actually very much like me. (laughs) So so So, I think, I know, I saw her in in a photo that you posted, you were using her as your... Stand in, yes. and she looks a lot like you. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're very that's similar, fantastic. So, so we're are you sync. Yeah. are you training her up now? And um, well, what's that yeah. process like? Well, as I said, we we kind of do work quite in in sync with each other, yeah. you know. And and now because she's been on a few, she kind of knows where to stand and what to do. And yeah, so um, no, it's been great, and it does make a difference because there's some places like. If I'm going to a park, then I will take my stands and I've got and I've got sandbags yeah. for that sort of thing. But at the beach, in some in yeah. some spots, there's too much wind and yes. it's too hard to put up a light stand. Like at it, the beach, I get really I I have this love hate relationship with the beach. I really yeah. love beach, but I hate sand, Gina. I know, I but you've got a car. So tell me about this cart that you've got. So has it got? Oh. Uh, the pump up tires. <laughs> I've got two carts. Yeah. Oh my god! And the very first cart I bought, I didn't go and test it. It right. was hilarious. I didn't go and test it, and I met this one lovely client there with her little French bulldog. Um, and again, we spent two hours together. 
But do you know what? I didn't test it. And do you know what? There is no way that cart was a beach buggy. She had to help me carry the (laughs) cart through the sand. And I felt so bad. But do you know, she just said to me, she said, that was just the most fun afternoon. And all I kept thinking was, I must have done something right because she carried my cart with me nearly the whole time. That's fantastic. And I thought, you know, so, but, yeah, so I've got another cart now. Yeah. Um, which does have the more pumped up tyres. bigger wheels and it works yeah. on the sand. And it's yeah. got like a, a, a sort of a tray inside so that yes, you can keep the sand does. away. So, yeah. That's yes. a great idea. Yeah, it does. But sometimes depending on what I need to take, I'm finding, and now especially with my sister coming or an assistant coming, um, I just take a giant towel and it's still a bit easier yeah. to, to yeah, um, work with that. So, yeah, but um, no, yeah, it's definitely worthwhile carting the gear though. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. So I think the transition from family photos to doing fur baby photos has gone yeah. really well. There was a couple of things that you did that I think sort of um, helped kind of nudge you over the and get lots of clients. So I think you did a, a Facebook um, ad, did you? Is that right? Yes, yes, And that I was did. like, was that a giveaway or how did you, do you want um, to walk us through that? Yeah. So there's a couple of things, Gina. So, yes, there was. Um, oh, look, and some of my um, most successful, like I'm not, an, um, you know, gosh, don't ask too many questions about it. I'm not great at doing promos yet. It's probably... Uh, you know, but I think um, one of my favourite ways of doing a promotion is with third parties. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, and then, you know, um, you post it on their page, you're offering something as a giveaway. So hang on, I think there was, there was one that you did with a, yes. um, a an exclusive. Um, Dr- a treat, little the little treat house. A yes. treat house, but you also did yes. one with a, with a pet um, stay. Oh what God, was it? A pet accommodation. Yes, pet accommodation, or as yes. the the one that my um dog stays at, we call it Villa Costa Lot. because uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when you get the bill, you go, Jesus! It's like my, my hotel bill wasn't this much. <laughs> they've got a spa, they've got like the yes, run, they've got the pool, it. they get a photo, yes. a walk, yeah, yeah. yeah. day beds, lovely. <laughs> No, well, yes, I did. They were building a second resort, which is absolutely awesome. It's like this five-star mega resort. It's absolutely beautiful. And I actually knew um, Craig and Melody. Um, Craig has got two other brothers, so they all own it together. But I used to do dog agility. And so I knew Craig and Melody way back. This is before I had kids. Right. So. Yeah, so I, you know, they'd seen, you know, I've been liking my posts and, you know, I love what they do. And when they were opening up the second resort, I just approached them and I said, look, why don't we do a promo, you know, to open, you know, for the opening and celebrate this, you know. And and so they were really excited to do that. And then they said, and, and we'd love to put your photos throughout the resort, which was like so awesome. And um so throughout the resort, there's six acrylic photos, but then in the main reception area, they wanted soundproofing boards. Oh, right, so yeah. the company that they worked with, BG Audio at Tweed Heads, they, um, they do photos. So I supplied them with the imaging. And so in the, in the reception area, which is huge, there's two 60 by 40 inch 
photos and then two, four, six 40 by 40 um, photos. With your logo and everything on them. Yeah, yeah, yes. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, so it, it, and they look amazing. And um, the resort's so beautiful. It's lovely to just see such big, beautiful artwork. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, so, and, and then I've had a lot of clients come from there, you know. So yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. So and so uh, and that that's gone well. So the Facebook promotion, the third party yeah. promotion, and then you're also doing um, shows as well. So you did yes, a, you did a show yes, on the weekend. What was yes, that? Yes. So that was um, so twice a year they have a doggy market on the Gold Coast, and it's called Paws at the Park, and yeah. it's everything dog related like just can't even imagine like clothes treats accessories sounds amazing i think there was over like a hundred stalls um so yes but yeah so and it was incredible you know um i had people lining up waiting to talk to me which was so lovely and did you have a giveaway at that what did you have some sort of promotion yeah so what i do i have a thousand dollar giveaway yep so basically what they win is i have a little qr code and they scan that yep and then they win um a gift voucher which gives them a thousand dollars and what that includes is a photo shoot to the value of one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, and they get a photo credit. Yes. of eight hundred and fifty dollars. That's quite so, good. But what's your um, what's your uh, most expensive package? Oh, your cheapest package. Oh, my cheapest package. So mine start so at six seventy eight. Right. So then the yeah. So basically, they can walk away with not spending any money. Do they? Um, sorry. Do they or how are you in-person um, some, sales? Some some do and some don't. My right. lo- oh, the Bark Royal people, so the, the lovely, lovely couple that won that, yeah. um, their little um, Maltese dog, they bought a port- They bought a timber folio box and oh. they bought a metal print. So they spent, uh, oh, God, um, oh, okay, now I've got to take off the print credit. But in the end, they came back and got another metal print as Amazing. well. So they spent about 2400 So it sounds like um, a lot of your products are quite bespoke. So you've got the metal prints, the wooden yes. boxes. You really um, go with that luxurious sort of high end oh, as well as doing that's... and back it up with the all the one percenters, like your lighting yes. shots. We talked about off air about how much we love editing photos and it's like yes. you and I both agree that we would never um, outsource um, no, the work no, that we love. No, you know, no. I will um, I will, I will, admit to if I'm doing um, uh, hack work where it's bulk, thousands yeah. of, uh, you know, people on a white background, I'll outsource that yes. happily. But yes. the composite stuff and all the, all the art stuff, never in a million years that's my absolute happy place and i'm so glad that you agree with that oh look yeah absolutely but you were talking about um the in-person sales so you're you're all about in-person sales so so is that straight after the shoot you'll sit down with the couple or do you give them a little bit of time to come back yeah, no, no, no. So I have a very kind of set process now, Gina, and I guess that leads into the next thing also that I did differently um, and it was about the same time, um, you know, when I fell in love with what I was doing, um, I actually stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit as well 
and I got a mindset coach. Woof. Yes, yes. So I, I have you um, as my with my back with editing and photography, yep. like that side of the, the, yep. the that side of it. But um, yeah, it, look, everything happened within about two weeks after I, you know, that first beach experience. Um, That's amazing. And, and the other thing that also happened, because I do believe in the universe giving you signs, this is a really funny story. I'll just re- go back a little bit. But the, I think it was the week after I did that beach shoot, um, I had a guy, this is such a funny story, but I had someone email me who was studying photography in New South Wales. Right. right? And get this, he was studying photography in the same town that I grew up in. What? Okay. Yes, seriously. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. And part of his assignment was he had to interview a photographer that belonged to the AIPP, right? So, and I just, I'm one of those. So that was fine. But then I I couldn't really, I couldn't understand why he chose me. Like they're everywhere, you know what I mean? He's in Sydney. He's in Sydney, right? And so... Anyway, and then I was like, oh, again, very nervous about it all. And But I, he was a student and I went, oh, look, I'd love to help him, you know. And I said, sure. I said, do you want to do it by FaceTime, Skype? And he went, oh, no. He said, I just want to send you some questions, you know, and if that's okay. And I went, oh, absolutely, you know. And so he sent me these questions and this. guess what his first question was? What? what? <laughs> Why did you choose to become a dog photographer? <laughs> And wow. I was like, yeah, yeah. And seriously, this was all in the space of like the, the week or 10 days. And I was just like, oh, my God. And he sent me the four photos that he'd screenshot and he said, this is why I love your work. And I'm like going, oh, my God. And I thought the universe is just hitting me over the head. Couldn't going get to more me. validation this than that, is, hey? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is what you're meant to do. And once I just claimed it and went, oh, my God, this is it, you know, and I realised it, I just haven't looked back, you know. But it was in about those same two weeks that I think I'd liked um, Joel's page and he just kind of reached out and said, oh, how are you going? What do you do? And um, then he, then we, call, we, we had a call and then he said, what do you do, Janine? I said, well, you know what? Two days ago I said I would have told you I do a little bit of everything. I said, but no, I'm a dog photographer. You know? Wow. And that's honestly how it all kind of felt, you know, came together. Um, but, yeah, it was it was probably also having him um, that honestly pushed me to do the stuff that I, I think, Gina, without you I wouldn't be where I am with my photography at the level I'm at, yeah. but without him pushing me and out of my comfort zone and making me do stuff that I knew I was capable of, but yes. I don't think I ever would. Even even my first my first Facebook promotion, do you know what I mean? I, yes. I think I'd still the be The fear would be yeah. still there. And I've yeah. seen that. I've definitely seen that growth in you and I think, you know, that old uh, quote, that if you think you can or you think oh, you can't, you're right. 100%. You're 100%, 100%. right. Yeah. So that self-belief uh, mm. is everything. And it's like yeah. this is something that we were talking about this morning where someone was asking about, like, you know, how do I stop attracting these cheap clients? And I'm like, well, you've got to believe in yourself. Yeah, And it's like right. if you don't respect yourself, 
no yep. one's going to respect you. So you, it's like, you know, that's why I make everyone put their prices up. It's the first thing I do when they you, join them in. Put your prices up. No, like, no, no, I'm too scared. You have to because you have to weed out all the cheapies. It's like and you have to value what, what you, you do. do. Yes. What you are doing is honestly priceless, you know. It you is, percent Yeah, I had a client come to me at another market and she actually came to me. This is another funny story, but she had she'd approached two other photographers. Actually, I was the third photographer. Wow! The first one, the first one, uh, it was so funny. Said because of COVID, they weren't doing dogs anymore, which I thought was so bizarre. Oh, but that's what they told her. Yeah. So that was the first photographer. The second photographer that she had booked closed up shop a week before. She was due to have her shoot and then she stumbled upon me and she just said, I found it so hard to find someone that will do an outdoor shoot. And I said, I will do wherever you want because I said it's all about you and your dog and what where you want that to happen. And so, um, and her dog, and I'm sure she won't mind either, Rachel, telling the story, but Presley, and I knew I was going to love this dog because (laughs) I was such an Elvis Presley fan. I absolutely, (laughs) I was besotted by Elvis Presley as a child and cried when he died. So when she told me his name was Presley, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to love this dog. (laughs) And he was this 14-year-old Border Collie. And um, she just was so grateful um, got some photos, got a canvas collection, and then he's actually fallen quite ill. Aww. And she just said, Janine, I know you said I could come back at a later stage and get more. She said, I want to do that now because I, I need to get more photos yeah. right now of him. So what you do is, yeah, it, and you, you do, you have it to is. value it's what priceless. you do. It is because yeah. those yeah. moments will never happen again. Yeah, um, no. I imagine, Janine, that one of the first things you do, I hope this is the case, is get on the phone with the client. And speak to oh, them because yes. the enthusiasm in your voice, it's like I'd book you on the spot after <laughs> speaking to you for 30 seconds because it's like you can tell by yeah. how you talk about your photography that you absolutely adore it and that, and that is infectious. And I imagine that um, I can't picture a single client that spends a day with you that's not going to go away, away raving. So um, yeah. that's I all love- on you. So congratulations and congratulations oh, on you. all your success. You're an absolute delight. I want to um, keep going, but we're kind of running out of time, but I'd love to invite you back and, um, you know, down the track and and see how you're going because I think your your work is amazing. So um, you're on Insta at uh, Janine Meyer Photography, and I'll put all these links in the show notes. Your website is JaneneMeyerPhotography.com. Yes. And your Facebook page is Janine Meyer Photography, which makes yes. it uh, really Super easy. Simple. And Meyer yeah. is M E Y E R. Any any relation to the? No, they're Meyers, no, aren't they? No, they're Meyer, and it's Meyer. not Meyer like they say. It's Meyer. No, I got it right. I said Meyer, right? But yeah. I do have to say, I do have to say for all our, our Northern Hemisphere listeners, my husband's American, so. Oh, yes. what part yeah. of the States is he from? He's from, well, North Dakota. Oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah, yes. so maybe you you're on the Gold Coast, but, yeah, he's from over there, so, yeah. So, so mm. you could easily go over there with a green card and work. Could you work over um, there? I don't. I don't know how easy awesome. it would be for me to. Um, my, both my girls are over there at the moment. Oh, They've fantastic. both have gone to college yeah. over there. Um, but, look, Gina, I am um, – 
I'm very much an Aussie and I don't ever see myself <laughs> leaving no. our beautiful country. I do. I love it so much and I'm so grateful for where I live and, uh, yeah, I think it's an amazing place. So it would be very um, – I know I have one daughter who goes, just come and live in America, Mum, and it is a beautiful place too, but I really – I'm, yeah, at heart such an Aussie, uh, such an Australian, and I – couldn't see myself living anywhere permanently, anywhere else, you know? Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Janine, I wish you continued success. I know I'll see you uh, on the Facebook group <laughs> shortly. Oh, yes. And, um, yeah, and uh, it's just been a delight watching your journey over the last uh, five or six years. And uh, I can only see you going onwards and upwards from here. And I can't wait to see what you do next. And I thank you so much for your time today. You are very welcome, Gina. Thank you so much. And hi to all the Goldies and everyone on the podcast. It's been great having the chat with you, Gina. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Talk again soon. Bye-bye. All right. There we go, Janine Meyer. And that that's great. I love pet photography. And yeah. um, I'm going to go and in honour of that, to take us out as well, I'm going to bring Rocky, my cat, over so he can be on the podcast. So you oh, is he going to say anything? You might. You keep talking, Gina. All right. So um, thanks, Janine, for that amazing interview. I really enjoyed it. If you want to check out her work, it's uh, Janine Meyer Photography on Insta. So it's uh, J-A-N-N-E-N-M-E-Y-E-R Photography. Uh, same for the uh, her website and also Facebook, Janine Meyer Photography. Nice and easy. Her Dog photography is just beautiful and hopefully Valerie is going to bring little um, yes. Rocky, Got little Rocky here. You, you, do, you do have to check out Janine's work. It's absolutely beautiful. gorgeous. So beautiful. Rocky has now decided decided he's shy. Oh, he's, he's not shy. saying anything despite being so meowy. He was very vocal before and he loves to, he um, he loves to sit on Val's shoulder. Um, and uh, survey his kingdom, but yeah, he's gone all shy. Oh, yeah, well. he's gone all shy. All right, never mind. <laughs> what are you doing in the coming week, Gina? I think I'll um I'll finish painting my gate, and then I'll I'll <laughs> find another project to work on. I think I'm going to bake some more uh, almond biscotti. What about you, Val? <laughs> Um, I've still got more of these coffee dates and drink dates and stuff, but I don't know how I'm going to keep up because, like I said, I'm exhausted from the ones I've already got. Oh, I've actually got a dinner tomorrow and then I'm going to head to the beach for the weekend and that'll be oh. me. I'll need to um, hide in a corner for two weeks after that. That's that, That'll be me. I'll be done after that. So Why? Because you're going to the beach? Well, hanging out with people, that, you know, that's oh. a lot for me. Not okay, like you. Right. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, where do we find you online, Gina? You can find me at ginamilitia.com. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. I'm at Gina Militia on all social media. And if you want to be like Janine and take your work to the next level, then I'd love the opportunity to work with you. Just head to ginamilitia.com and click on membership. What about you, yes. Val? You'll find me at Valerie Koo on Twitter and Instagram and over at ValerieKoo.com. And you will see pictures of Rocky on my Instagram, but mm -hmm. he's decided to go hide now. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, 
and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit GinaMilitia.com.